Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Living Madly. I am your host, Mad, and today I have with me my very, very good friend, inspiration, role model, entrepreneur, all the things, Tess Bright. <laughs> Hi, guys. Tess, how are you today? Oh my god, I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Coming off of a long weekend skiing and tired. Same. But, same. <laughs> but grateful. <laughs> So we couldn't ask for anything more. Um, so, Tess, I want to talk about a lot of things today. I'm ready for all the things. But mainly I want to talk about your life and mindset and how you've gotten to where you are now. But before we jump into all of that, as you know, we have our infamous rapid fire question. Oh, it's not infamous. <laughs> I feel like they're pretty infamous. I'm no, not going to lie. infamous is a bad word okay. to describe things. So... Our fame, my famous rapid fire question. <laughs> um, Hit me with all the good stuff. Yeah, just so everyone gets to know who you are. Where are you from and where do you live now? I'm from southern New Jersey in Cape May Courthouse. Whoop, whoop. Maddie and I grew up together. Shout out Coho, Coho. 609, <laughs> Beach, all the fun stuff. Um, uh, living now <laughs> is a bit of a. Uh, a funny question these days because I don't have a permanent 12 month year address anymore which is awesome yeah we love it um I'm spending six months of the year in Colorado and six months in New Jersey so right now that six months is in Denver potentially hopefully next year it'll be out in the mountains maybe Aspen maybe Snowmass we'll see and then the other six months I'm spending where I grew up oh, heck yes we love it <laughs> sorry <laughs> I love it. I mean, this has been great. I, love it. I think it's always been my dream. Also, subtly, it's a subtle dream okay. to be six months there to and get six the best months of both worlds. away. Yes, yeah, because the beach is pretty fabulous. Um, what is your zodiac sign? Do you know it? I'm a Gemini. Oh my yes. god! So I feel like there's a misconception on Gemini that it's like two heads and two faces and two personalities but like when you actually start to like look into Gemini's like I have my hands in so many different things and hobbies and people and relationships and it's like how could I duplicate myself to do all the things that I signed myself up to do uh -huh. so in that sense it makes so much sense for me Wait. different friend groups different passions different hobbies yeah I'm like in and out of so many things I like to juggle a lot which Wait. is really good and really bad. <laughs> Wait, that's so insane. Wait, what are you? Well, I'm not a Gemini. I'm I'm Sagittarius, but I I when I think of Geminis, I think of like like you just said, two different personalities. Yeah. So you wake up one morning and you're happy as fuck. You wake up the next and you're like, I hate you. <laughs> but like in that sense where you're like you want to duplicate yourself, that makes sense to me. That's fun. Do you know your human design? My what? Human design. Sorry, I mumbled. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. <laughs> I was like, the only reason I know this is because of you. I am a manifester. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. And that is probably out of everything else that I've read from per personality types, um, zodiac signs, that is probably the most aligned thing that I've yeah. ever read that perfectly describes who I am as a person and what I aspire to be Damn. and how I go about life. Isn't that crazy how accurate that is? It's insane. You sent it to me and I read it and I was like, wow. Oh my God, this <laughs> yeah. is definitely me. This makes so much sense in every aspect of my life. Yeah. Human design is science. 
If you don't know your human design, you should go check it out because it's fantastic. Do you know your Myers-Briggs? Um, so after listening to Kate's podcast, I thought that I took the Myers-Briggs test and I was like looking through my email to find the results. I haven't taken it yet. I have, but I don't remember what I am, to be honest. Oh, that's fine. That's another fascinating one. Um, I think I've taken it for work. And there's another one. There's like the Clifton something strength test, which is awesome to take too. Oh, I don't I'll know. I'll have to pull one. that up because that's really cool because it tells you your like five, top five things that you excel in. Um, I think I'm an Enneagram three though. I'll have to look that oh, up. Oh, nice. Yeah. I looked that up today too because that's also extremely interesting, but I'm big on human design now after we talked yeah. about that. Well, I think sometimes, well, in my mind, human design is the most accurate because it's based on science. Yes. So much science. Um, okay. <laughs> next question. <laughs> I'm like, what's next? The most important question that everyone always wants to know. <laughs> if you had the opportunity to go explore a new Earth in space or stay on Earth forever, what would you get? Where would you go? Would you go to space or would you stay on Earth? I am so torn on this one because I am such an adventure girl and like love, love, love exploring new places and things. But my other part of me is like there are so many places on Earth that I haven't even been to and seen yet. Like to fathom like going and exploring a new planet like that's cool as hell. But I'm like, there's still so many places I want to see on Earth and I really love all the people. And do I get the people on do I get the people on this new said planet? Like well I always think like what if you're stuck with the same ten people on this new planet and you only like two of right. them. My gut has always said Earth, but my adventure spirit is like take me to the fucking moon. <laughs> take me to the Oh my god, I love that. I, that doesn't really answer your question, but like if I had to answer it, you're with, hybrid. Give, yeah, I'm definitely a hybrid, but I would say that like I I would have a hard time leaving Earth. Yeah, I I agree. Well, but I love the unknown, just, so I don't know. You love the unknown. I do. I love the unknown. Tess. I think that's the best part of life is and the unknown, and that you wake up every day and you don't know what's going to happen, but you're going to make like you have the opportunity to make every day a good day. So like that's what I think is really cool. Wow, damn. Because you want to know what? A lot of people are scared of the unknown. Yeah, they are. And that's what... It is scary. It, it is scary. But that's what gives a lot of people, like, anxiety. And it's like, how do you... Like, what's your advice to those people to embrace the unknown? You know I what think, I mean? Like, lean into yeah, it. Yeah, I think, though, when you think about the unknown, everyone thinks about that, like, negative connotation that the unknown has to be that there's something bad lurking or that something might happen that could affect their lives in a different way. Mm. And, like, I think you just have to look at it a little bit differently. And it's, like, mm. into the future is the unknown, but there's so many amazing things that are in front of you that you don't know yet, and you get to embrace those. So if you see that side versus, like, the unknown being the scary thing, like... That's what makes life so much better. Damn, that's... You have, to, you have to embrace it. You do. That's a really good point. Get excited about it. Yeah, you have to get excited about it. And, like, it's like, yeah, like, you could walk up to something you've never done before and you're scared because you have no idea what's going to happen. Or you could be like, I'm going to turn this anxiety and this fear inside of me into excitement. Mm. And I'm going to be... Ex I'm excited that cha -cha, I get to... Cha-cha. 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 really cha -cha. wants to be a point... A, a part of this conversation. No. No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> He's Hi. like, no, mom, I have it. something to say to you. No, no, stop. 
Go lay down. Go lay down. No, go lay down. Go lay down. Go lay down. Um wow damn sorry i cut you off <laughs> no no you're good but yeah i feel like if you find a good way to positively embrace the unknown your life just becomes this awesome amazing thing when you're like i don't know what's in front of me but i'm ready for anything oh my god oh my god says <laughs> i have the chills um it's so true it's so true it's so true okay and once you have once you like conquer that i feel like you can do anything literally yeah i know we'll get into mindset but that kind of starts that it, it does start that. And I'm so happy you brought that up because no one's ever brought that up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Leaning into the unknown. I like to do it too, but I do freak myself out. <laughs> but whatever. Which we'll you're allowed to. Fear is a good thing. Yeah. Because it, it holds you back from making crazy decisions sometimes. Like, you know, like you got to trust your gut. Or it motivates you. You're like, or it motivates I'm you. I'm afraid of this. Why am I afraid of this? Okay. I have to conquer this now that I know that this is something that I'm afraid of. And when you conquer it, you're like, oh, my God, I feel amazing. This is great. That oh wasn't God. as scary as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Wow. So many thoughts. <laughs> um, okay. Introvert or extrovert? Um, I would say that I'm an extroverted introvert. Ooh. So... so- you are an extrovert with introverted tendencies? No, I'm an introvert with extroverted tendencies. Extroverted introvert. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. So the easiest way for me is that I definitely get my energy from other people. I thrive off of mm. really good energy. But at the end of the day, like one day a week, I need a day to myself. I need an hour or two to recharge. Like otherwise, I am drained. What is a drain test bright? I've never seen her. <laughs> oh god she's not fun um she's tired she's exhausted she'll wake up every day for a week just looking for energy that she doesn't have because she's given it to everyone else but herself oh my god i relate literally so much <laughs> i was gonna say that i i'm sure a lot of people that can relate to that so yeah. um for all my people out there that need to prioritize self-care you take a day take an hour take a minute to yourself it is worth it in the end because it's not fun being tired every day of every month of every year no one has time for that no one has time for that when do you think you learned that about yourself oh my god I mean I was always just signing myself up for too many things like I remember even back in high school when I was doing Miss Trapani's projects until fucking 4 a.m in the morning and then you're like why am I doing this I'm tired I'm trying I'm signing myself up for too many things and then when I took a step back I stopped playing sports my senior year Mm. um and I was able to focus on things that I really loved and enjoyed that was like a game changer for me and realizing that I'm like okay you need to take time for yourself whether it's a day an hour a week a season of your life that you don't have to do everything all of the time and you're like I have energy I can prioritize things that I've never done before or that I've been wanting to do versus just like getting up and moving through the motions every day wow that's a that's a really great time to learn that about yourself because then college hits and like shit just hits the fan Uh like wow I'm jealous well even as an adult too like I feel like it's so important that like people just kind of like wake up and start moving through the motions every day and their to-do list every day is not for themselves it's dictated by the world around them right and what a lot of people forget to do is they forget to prioritize themselves I'm like I'm guilty because like I'll have a season or a couple months where I'm like giving my all to everyone else right and then I need to like have a season where I'm like it's all about me right. right now. We're in the, it's all about test season. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Oh, you're I know. Game changer. 
Um, I feel like that also comes from one, I love eating breakfast at any time for dinner. I love, love breakfast, but I will say for me, I love, love, love food. Um, come from a fishing family, a meat driven family, a hunting family. And our favorite place to be at night is in the kitchen together cooking as a family. And I'm, when I'm not with my family, I enjoy cooking by myself. So dinner is like a very sacred thing for me. That is it's beautiful. a ritual. It is a ritual. Yeah. Dinner is if you know if you know how to cook, dinner is good. Yes. And you don't even have to be like the best chef in the kitchen. No. Like I'm not. You just have to be willing to like mess around and try and to creative. make one really good thing that you've never tried before. Yeah. It's 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 sometimes really fun being creative in the kitchen too. Like you'll surprise yourself. Like you'll just throw some things together and you'll be like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Oh my god. I am the queen of leftovers, and it's one of my passions actually is turning leftovers into a beautiful new dinner. I second that. Yeah. I'm all for it. You're yeah. like, "How can I recreate this?" It's when the creative juices start flowing. It's like when you open up the fridge and all of a sudden you're playing chopped with yourself and you like you you're trying to like just make something great out of literally nothing Nothing. yeah 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 that's a true challenge it is it is anyone that's good in the kitchen can do that i uh i swear to god it's the reason graham fell in love with me (laughs) he's like you're really good at this leftover thing i'm like yes i know i love that um coffee or tea coffee coffee all day i love drinking tea decaf tea but uh coffee without a doubt uh cats or dogs dogs <laughs> dogs dogs as i stare at chaw boy who like Ch- literally before the podcast started came over and gave me a hug and a kiss and i think i almost cried he literally he snuggled up into your neck and he was just like good luck tess <laughs> i melted so cute Shaw boy and tess um are best friends yep he's obsessed with her he cries every time she walks through the door it's so cute and it just makes my heart melt um beach or mountains oh i this this is i mean i i'm both like you can't even you're laughing as you're asking me this question considering i spend six months in the mountains and six months at the beach is that is that a fine answer i guess it's fair because it's like dead even <laughs> six literally and six dead you know? even. i will say though okay well oh go ahead go i ahead. love 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 the beach i grew up there but i just feel like there's so many more things to do and opportunities in the mountains and i feel there's more to look at there's more to get lost in there's like i mean i just spent a week in oregon and i i'm just high off of life when i'm in the mountains and yeah. not that i am on the beach the beach is a very calming and relaxing atmosphere the mountains to me are just more of a place that i feel like that i can get lost and find myself in oh Oh my god, I love that. Sunshine or snow? Oh, like I know what, it's sunshine hard. and I, snow? I, like I, I just had a beautiful bluebird ski day yesterday, but I will say, oh, man, I'm like coming off of 11 of amazing days of snow in Aspen, but I know that I would not be myself if I didn't get sunshine. Mm-hmm. So if I actually had to pick one, Okay, what you do? It would be sunshine. I need I need sun. Like I'm like a plant. Like I need sun and I need water. And if I don't get either one of those in some way, shape, or form throughout the day or week, then you really don't want to run into me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, I need sunshine. I love snow. I love the way it looks. 
especially here in Denver, it's so cute. Just falls so gently. So calming. Yeah, and it's so meditative. And you're just like, oh my God, this is perfect day ever. But sunshine is like where it's at. I need yeah. it. I need I'm it. Like I want I want three hundred days of sunshine every year, not yeah. three hundred days of snow. Yes. God. Yeah. Um, epic or icon? <laughs> Do you have both? I have both. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Man, these questions, I'm I'm killing your questions today. <gasps> All right, well, which do you prefer? I prefer Icon. Do I'm a big you? yes. I love Icon. Um, I big snow mask Aspen girl since oh, yeah. my sister's been there the last four years. I feel like that mountain and area and valley um is home for me. So yeah, always icon. I love copper, I love Jackson Hole. Um it was great. I only reason I bought both is because I didn't want to have to decide between my group of friends and family this year who I was going to go skiing with. So I bought both. Yeah. You're so funny. <laughs> I think we're going to make the switch. Well, it's hard because Jackson Hole, Aspen, all those mountains. I love the Highlands. I love that mountain. Um, but but I do want to ski Breckenridge like I do want to try it and, and I do want to do Vail yeah. it's yeah. harder too when those are close and I will say too like now that I'm able to ride during the week Epic mm. is easier for me to go to and then when I want to take a long weekend trip Icon is great because there's only really li- well there's Winter Park and Copper that are close like Vail yeah. has a couple more that are like easier to hit for a day yeah um I just feel like Icon has cool, like the Icon Mountains have such better, fun, adventurous energy, and that is supported by the people that get Icon passes. And not to yeah. say that anyone that got Epic is not that, right? It's just what my gut has told me the last. I feel couple like years. Icons for the locals for some reason. Like I just always think that, but I think we might try to do Epic. Yeah, it's next fun year. to explore new mountains. Exactly. It's always it's they're all they're all the best. Um, East Coast or West Coast. <laughs> I'm always just so split down the middle because it's like East Coast is obviously where I'm from. Um, Sean Boy's back for more snuggles in case anybody wants to know. Um, East Coast is where I'm from. I love the East Coast, but I, I, without a doubt, think that the West Coast is more beautiful and there's more, so much more to see and do. And it's a different mentality that I feel like I appreciate more than the East Coast. Yes. It's a crazy different mentality yeah what would you how would you describe the mentality east coast is like turn and burn (laughs) um throughout pretty much everything and it's just super super fast paced and i feel like the west coast mentality is a whole collective all the way down up from san diego all the way up through washington it's like Mm -hmm. i feel like there's so many more people that appreciate life and um really give themselves the time to do the things that they love to do oh my and that comes from like living in a place that they truly love and enjoy. And don't get me wrong, Jersey friends, East Coast friends, we love there you. is beauty, but it's yeah. just like it's it's, it's fast paced. Yes, it's extremely fast paced. I could never live there six months, uh, six months, twelve months out of the year anymore. Yeah, yeah. After living here, I'm like, oh, this is it. Yeah. But I will say, especially in our town, shout out KMA Courthouse, yep. shout out South Jersey, the community has truly like the small business community is starting to kind of blow up and they're all like supporting each other and it's so cute to see and I'm like you guys are doing it I love love it and I will say that that is probably one of my favorite things coming from the area that we grew up in is like yes it is all small businesses and it's so fun to see all of these like 
new and old entrepreneurs bring these ideas to life and create these awesome, amazing experiences. I'm one of them now in the South Jersey area, but it's just like such an amazing community to be a part of that does value that work hard, play hard mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our home is like a little bubble on the East coast. I love our bubble. And now we have a coho bubble out here. We do have a coho bubble out here. Um, okay. Three more questions. Saltwater or freshwater? Saltwater. I know. I grew up I, by the beach. I, 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 and like freshwater's cool. It's nice. It's just not the same as the ocean when you like go and dip your toes in for the first time every season. It's yeah. It's saltwater is healing. Yes. Very healing. It's cute. She cute. Um, One thing you are absolutely obsessed with right now, and it could be a thing. It could be something like it could be a thing or it could be an idea like or a project i don't um one thing you're, you're i showed obsessed. you the one thing i've been obsessed with lately and i feel like such a little kid and so corny saying it and it's taking me back to my college days is i recently bought the most beautiful planner i've ever had in my <sighs> life and i can't tell you the last time that i used one but because i've been coming getting more into journaling and physically writing things down mm-hmm. i'm like i needed something that wasn't a digital calendar so when i opened up my phone and my computer i wouldn't get distracted mm-hmm. and go down an avenue and i could just have everything written down in front of me so i bought a planner from amazon it's called planberry if anyone is in the market for it it literally has your you have your, your yearly goals your monthly goals you can track budget you can track how you did every month you can you know what are you grateful for this week what are you what are three things you're going to prioritize today it I've only done one month so far and it is just like I feel like I'm obsessed with it everything that I have to do like goes in there um and I bought some really awesome markers colored markers <laughs> felt tip markers to go with it and yep there is my OCD um <gasps> Yeah, that's it. I I'm obsessed with my writing. planner and my markers. I lo- I love that for you. I I haven't had a planner in a really long time, but in high school I used to fuck mine up. Yes, like it was f- completely full from the first page to the back page, and I was just one of those nerds about. It. So I get it. I um. Get it. Well, also here's a little uh, secret of mine. I'm not organized at all um i feel like everybody if for anyone that knows me and who has known me they would say that that is a lie but i would describe my life and my brain and like at home as organized chaos Mm. i know where everything is up until a certain extent of when i need it in time but it's Mm -hmm. never going to be neat it's never going to be clean it's going to be all over the place because that's just kind of how my brain my gemini brain works so my planner is how i'm going to help stay organized and more focused this year with less distractions we love it we love to hear it we love to hear it that's living madly if i've (laughs) ever heard um what is one thing that you are grateful for it could be right now it could be just in general um i was thinking about this when i was journaling last night and this morning Mm -hmm. and recently it's just been awesome good quality people and friends and relationships that I feel like I am high on life every time I hang out with them and it just makes you appreciate the little things like when you have good energy around you um, even when you're not with that person and you think about that person or that group of friends or that time you were all together like that brings me so much joy and so much energy and for that I am so grateful we love community yes if you don't have amazing people in your life that bring that energy 
it it affects so many areas of your life and like it's almost like at some point in your life like right now we're on the second half of our 20s you almost have to do an audit of all of your relationships is this bringing me is this person bringing me value is it a double-sided friendship like is there good energy am i like inspired to be a better person when i hang out with them like Mm. yeah you kind of got to be a little selfish with your friends at this point in your life you do you have to be selfish to become selfless yes yes so you really do have to pick the good ones and and it's kind of hard it i mean i have struggled with it and it's really sad you know what i mean it's like a death to i I don't know whatever i don't want to go down that rabbit hole but it's um it's really hard you have to be intentional about it and but when you are it's so rewarding yes a hundred percent because it just gives you that jazz for life and you just get excited about it and it's all the things and it's just perfect and every day is a good day even on your worst days when you have an amazing group of friends and community around you that are supporting you yeah it's fab it's fab wow you crushed that (laughs) i'm like so jazzed um okay so i want to get into how you've become this person because literally i love hearing you talk it's so inspiring and i just want to know like was this a mindset obviously you have a very positive productive mindset and like have you always been like this did you go through like let's start with your childhood do you know what i'm saying like is this how your parents raised you to be do you think a hundred percent i feel like damn my my parents always had such a positive outlook on life and like my dad especially is like here's this situation like what what wasn't great like what can you learn from it like what's the positive outcome and he's also always had like a life is now mentality Mm. so it's definitely something that I feel like I've adapted throughout childhood don't get me wrong like your teenage years are hard your college years are hard like was I I always had a positive outlook on life but I was not mentally strong Mm. um I had a year in softball my my junior year this actually like has a name from a sports psychology standpoint but I can't think of what it's called um I tricked my brain into believing that I couldn't throw anymore and my entire junior year of softball I threw the ball into the ground and I went I was a decent softball player like from the time I was in middle school up until high school and I that was mentally and emotionally scarring for me but I showed up every day I still threw the ball onto the ground I didn't give up I became you know a a well-respected like pinch hitter on the team but that was so hard and then I kept thinking I'm like how do I overcome this like how can I get how can I get better um so that was really hard but like there's little things where like you learn throughout your teenage and college years how to like get mentally stronger in order to like make good decisions and I think you have to you have to overcome hardships yeah and you have to figure out like how to adapt as you experience certain things where like I had mono three times and I was mentally not okay for months out of the year for three years but it all comes down to like today's going to be a good day but today's only a good day if you make it a good day yeah so I feel like those years kind of helped transform me to where I am now um but yeah, like you become what you believe. So the last couple of years, I've been telling myself, like, you were meant to do great things. You were put on this earth to inspire people and to do something truly amazing. Mm. I don't have to know what that is this second. I have more clarity over the last year than I've ever had in my life. Mm. Um, but I will say that that's come from 
how I talk to myself. How you talk to yourself is so incredibly important. I picked up journaling in the last year. Couldn't have, that is 100%. I've always been inspired by your journaling habits and I would not be where I am journaling today without you. Isn't it so great? Um, I will say that, yeah, consistency is hard. There's months and days where I've never journaled and I'm about to fill up my first journal and that, my friends, is progress. Oh oh my God. I know. I'm excited. Wait, that's so exciting. I know. I'm stoked. I can't wait to go get another one. Um, (laughs) I actually think that that's the field trip that I'm going to take after this is I'm going to get another journal. Um, But every day for the last year, I've wrote my prompts are I free write and I write to the universe and I write letters to myself. Hell yeah. And I talk to myself about things that I want to do and who I'm becoming and you know how my day has been but when you tell yourself you're meant to do great things nothing is going to stop you you have a bad day it's okay like how you write to yourself and form those thoughts is so incredibly important so I would say that now more than ever especially in the last year I feel more mentally stronger and have more clarity in my life than I ever have before. Isn't it crazy? Oh, I it's it's so crazy what writing down the sentence you are meant to do great things can do to you because I will say every single person is put on this earth to do one thing great yes yes. like we all have a purpose you were not just thrown here to suffer you were thrown in this earth to thrive and you might not know what that one great thing is right now but that's why you gotta try things and i feel like you've done that you've tried a lot of things i've tried all the things have and you just yeah you gotta put yourself out there like yes life is what you make it and it all mindset is everything like you can be the most talented person in any room but you will not get anywhere if you don't have the right mindset if you don't believe in yourself right exactly you have to believe in yourself and what you're doing and i will say that like for anyone out there that is struggling and they don't know what they want to do and they felt like you they have you haven't found your purpose yet guys that's okay yeah like sometimes it just takes waking up one day and having an epiphany moment of like oh my god there's this awesome thing that i love to do why am i doing this job or doing this thing like i should be doing that and some people don't find their purpose until later in life too and that's totally fine some people find their purpose at 80 years old and then they change the world at 80 years old like it's a journey it's a journey try all the things and try and maintain a good mindset and like if i were to give someone a takeaway right now in this moment pick up a journal start writing letters to yourself Mm -hmm. keep in mind you know the tone of voice and how you're talking to yourself and try to change that over time because what you write and what you think is what you become. That's so mm-hmm. here's my manifester in me. But like you can make anything happen. Put the pen to paper, write it, formulate a plan and make it happen. Yeah. You can make you can do anything. Liter- literally. Cause the options nowadays are endless. Yes. Like you could get so obsessed with one thing and post it on like it's just like wild. Like people are radically famous for the silliest of things but it's for being themselves but it's for being themselves i feel like in 2022 like maybe now more than ever maybe i have more self-awareness like what i find so cool and so exciting is that people every day are celebrated for being themselves yeah and the only person that is the only person is you and you are your superpower so like once you figure out what your purpose is and like what you were meant to do and how you can drive impact 
for yourself, your community, your friends, your family. Oh my God, the world is like an amazing place. Yeah. But do the work and figure it out. Try all the things. Do the work because no one's going to do it for you. Yes. You have to do the work. So you've been doing the work for the last year. You've been journaling. You've been journaling. You're about to finish up your first book. What do we think is test? Well, okay. So we know you're, well, we don't know. They don't know. What are you doing? What are you doing right Um, now? So most recently, back in September, I made, well, actually this came like last spring. I quit my corporate job. I decided that I wasn't, oh man, I just kept waking up every day and I wasn't excited about what I was doing anymore. I like for the longest time was like thriving off of the experience I was getting and the people I was with. And then I was like, one day I woke up and I was like, this is like so far from what I what I want to do, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up with parents who have always been entrepreneurs and had small businesses. And my sister and I in 2020 started a direct-to-consumer fee- seafood company where we, we, we would sell fish straight off the boat to consumers. Um, kind of also a play off of my parents' seafood takeout restaurant. Um, and I decided last spring that I was like the only I have the opportunity to make this amazing, but I need to put in, I need, it needs my full time. It needs my full effort. It needs my full focus. Mm -hmm. So I quit my corporate job and I went all in on that throughout the fall. Um, It's a seasonal business. So now I'm back in Colorado, having fun ski days, um, working at a culinary school, which has been amazing, learning all things like doing freelance marketing. And now I'm really spending time prepping for the upcoming season to make Hooked Up and Hooked Up Marketplace awesome and to bring other business ideas to life. Yeah. It's literally so fantastic. (laughs) It's been great. It's definitely, you know, challenging when some days you wake up and you're like, what am I doing? I haven't got a paycheck in a while or like, yeah. but when you start, you know, you find new opportunity, you start to find new opportunities when you kind of leave behind a, a structured job or a workplace where you were kind of only thinking about one set of things. And now I feel like my mind is flowing and firing in all of the right places because I'm making my own schedule. I am finding new things that I really enjoy and spending my time doing those things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been a, game changer it's been a game changer and it's just like you can see how happy you are like pursuing this passion and it's just so fucking cool because a lot of people don't take the leap of faith to do that well they just don't trust themselves enough it's scary you trusted yourself and you took the leap and you are making it happen for yourself and you're not letting anyone's doubts fears or anything get in the way right now i mean i'm sure people are probably are people like being like, oh, you're kind of crazy for doing this? Has anyone uh, said I would that? Say it is kind of funny that I, I felt like I was more celebrated or I have, I had such an amazing reaction from friends and families that Hell more yeah. people were more excited for me to quit my job Hell and yeah. pursue something like even my workplace than, you know, than to just like go and get another job doing something that like kind of everybody else is doing. So like that was right. really cool. I will say there's definitely going to be people that I come across in my life and even now that maybe didn't grow up with small business mindset, don't have an entrepreneurial mindset. So like some of the choices and sacrifices that I have to make are not something that they can relate to on a daily Mm. basis. And that's hard. Yes. Um, But that's when you just have to put your head down and keep working towards what you want to work towards. And even if it's like some of your closest friends, they might not get it. 
but that's okay. That's okay. Because like, they don't need to get it because it's not their thing. No, the only person that has to get it is, is you. you. Yeah. Yes. So you are the only person that is that driving force kind of pushing through. Um, but it is really awesome to have an awesome, you know, community around yeah, me that's yeah. so excited. And like, I get hyped talking about it because everybody else gets hype. And I'm like, oh my God, the interest in this is far above and beyond what I ever expected. <laughs> everybody just wants you to ex- succeed. And I think to put that in retrospect too like you have to be that hype person for your friends like Mm. you have to feel what they're feeling you have to celebrate their wins with them because that's what also gets you excited is when you see somebody else doing something truly amazing like help them get to where they need to be too because somebody's going to return that favor and do it for you honestly um this is why i love you i love you so much (laughs) because i literally know you we're destined for greatness and it's just so fun watching you do your thing and it gets me like overly excited to finally find my thing and pour you know pour all my energy into it like I think I'm getting there but I still have a long way to go I know Um, as do I yeah but we but like it's like a fun journey to be on together yes absolutely and I think that's why I just love you so much is because I'll be like Tess you're fucking killing it and you'll be like Maddie you're killing it it's it's just so true too because some people don't even realize that they're killing it like I don't think I realized the impact that I had on other people just making certain changes in my life over the last Mm. six months and I'm like Oh my god this is so cool like you just have this inspiring community around you where i'm inspiring people to do things and like similarly like what other people are doing is inspiring me and you're just like this is it this is how life should be like this is fun and this is so exciting yeah it is how life should be in my honest 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 opinion it should be fun and exciting um so a lot of this brand that you're building hooked up marketplace if you aren't following it right now you have to go follow at hooked up marketplace on instagram because it is like literally the most dreamiest deep sea fishing content you'll ever see any kind of fish content you know what i'm saying it's like just magic and you do a lot of it so in order for you to do a lot of it i know that you've had to go and put yourself in the deep sea and do some fishing i did yeah i took my crazy that i grew up as the daughter of a commercial fisherman who has literally been in the industry for 35 years and i have been around boats and on and off commercial fishing boats and like the whole nine yards But I just took my first offshore, like, multiple night trip in September this year. And it was so cool. I have so many questions. Um, Hit me with all your questions. So, first of all, whose decision is it to go? Dad's. He's like, we're rounding it up. Yep. He's the captain, boat owner. He's constantly looking at the weather, the conditions, the fish. He's calling everybody he knows. He's basically making a a formulated decision on like are the fish going to be there what's the weather like what's our probability of catching them granted some of those things might there's not going to be a yes all across the board and you're going to take a risk and you're going to go anyway right but he's making the call on when's the right time to go cool and so when he says this do you get so stoked or do you freak out (laughs) 
stoked. I was so stoked. Because I'd be like, like, uh, okay, okay. (laughs) So fun anytime the boat leaves the dock. Even more fun that I got the chance to go with them. I mean, my dad was saying for a long time, and I never had the opportunity because I was working kind of a nine to five. I couldn't take time off. Especially like, just be like, hey, to my boss, um, my dad's like, the weather's great. Can you leave tomorrow? Like, no, I can't take off tomorrow. Like, but now I had the opportunity to just go do it. So yeah, like we're stoked anytime he goes, whether or not he catches anything. And then it was even more awesome that like I got to go. Yeah. What do you pack? Do Um, you pack? Yeah. Do you pack like a bag of clothes? Yeah. 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 Of course. Very, very like simple clothes. Like it's so funny. Like I feel like these are such basic questions. (laughs) No, I don't. You don't know. You don't know. You want to know all the things. Yeah. Very simple. Just like backpack of clothes, toothbrush, contacts, face wash. I mean, like didn't shower the three days I was on there. And like, I bought a bunch of extra clothes. Um, Did I wear the extra clothes? No. No. I slept in the sports bra, shirt, sweatshirt, like leggings the entire time. Um, There's skins on the boat. I have a pair of extra tufts now. What's the skin? Skin are like the... Oh God, I don't know how to describe them. They're Are like, they like the outfits. Oh, okay, okay. They're like protective weather out, like weather overalls that you would wear um, for rain. Um, you just wear them on the boat because if you get splashed, it just kind of wa- washes off. And then if you're like cleaning fish and gutting fish, yeah, you don't want yeah, that on your yeah, clothes. You don't want that on that. Um, do you guys like pack food yes. on the boat? Okay, cool. Um, so last year, my sister's job, because she went on like four or five trips. She was actually yes. my dad's. I went in as a bonus man this year. My sister was like my dad's actual crew member last year. Oh, but we go grub shopping before every trip. So what we did was actually fun this season. My sister and I like cleaned out the galley we got the boat ready we did all of the pre-prep in terms of like prepping the pantry doing an audit on all of the dishware um we thought weather wasn't great because we thought we were we were going to be going a lot more than we did Mm. um so we did like a big haul and then right before we a few days before like we planned meals we went to the grocery store we loaded up on we have a giant drink cooler of like Coke, Sprite, Gatorade. Oh, cool. Liquid IVs, body armor. So it's armors. got all the things. Oh, it's got all and the things. And then is it like bunk beds or, or yeah, you just sleep so it? Okay. It's a smaller boat. Um, I should know the footage off the top of my oh, head. No, it's okay. I think it's like a 55 foot. Nice. Um, But you walk in and it's very tiny. You have like the captain's wheel in the wheelhouse like the little wheel the captain's chair on the right a tiny little like bench on the left that converts into a bed or you can sit and eat as a table and then below that is the engine room and then you step down and there is a tiny kitchen galley to your right Mm -hmm. fridge oven a couple cabinets microwave coffee maker to the left you have a sink a tiny little cabinet full of like dry goods, a small shower with a bucket in it to use the bathroom. But actually the best bathroom is when you just take the bucket outside and you are like literally looking at the open ocean and the stars. So, and you pee in the bucket. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and then like right past the tiny little galley is the two, there's a set of bunks. So there's four, there's four bunks. Okay. They're tight. Um, I was a little like, definitely like, not nervous but i didn't know what to expect the boat yeah. kind of rocks you to sleep yeah it's gonna yeah um kind of nice in a way yeah yeah it takes a little bit if you're not used to it i will say um <laughs> i got a patch because i wasn't sure if i was gonna get seasick so i got a patch and i didn't get seasick and it was like the best thing ever so Heck yes but everyone gets seasick even fishermen like their first couple times going yeah well because the waters are rough yeah um how many people total are on the boat for these kinds of trips um so for our um 
like my in general dad's yeah. long lining boat it's him and then typically two other guys and that's it oh wow sometimes we'll have a bonus guy sometimes he's taken friends um he's got a much bigger boat that does um like squid and herring and mackerel oh. and that that's a little bit bigger and they have like a set crew of five they okay, have an engineer cool. they have a captain they have some deck members um yeah, much smaller crew on this other boat. And what are you fishing for on the smaller boat? Smaller boat, tuna, cool. swordfish, mahi, tilefish, sometimes mako. Sometimes we'll throw out red crab pots. But I will say, like, the bread and butter has always been um, long lining for tuna, swordfish, mahi. Um, long lining. Long lining. So that just means you cast out. No. Oh, You have like a giant reel behind the boat and you're setting 30 miles of line out at a time. Wow. So there's um, buoys that you set out. You set hooks in between the buoys and then um, you're just fishing miles of line that way. My dad actually recently in the last couple of years was um, working with scientists and a couple other people on a new form of technology that's a little bit more familiar these days. It's called deep drop buoy set fishing. Mm, mm. So instead of fishing miles of line on the surface, you're fishing to deeper um, waters Makes into sense. the different like deeper depths of the water column. So you can get those prime fish that are coming in through the colder waters that are extremely high quality. Um, so really good tuna and swordfish and the benefits to deep drop buoy fishing is you can set less hooks. Um, it's better for the environment. It's a little bit more sustainable. Um, and you're fishing less hooks and you can get, um, you're setting out a certain number of buoys. So it's typically shorter trip durations, whereas mm-hmm. long lining, you would go out for seven to 10 days at a time. Deep drop buoy fishing is like three to four days. Wow. 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 What is your favorite fish to catch? Um, hmm, that's a great question. I feel like casting a rod, um, the mahi are really fun to catch on a rod. Because they're massive. They're they're like they are and they're not. They're kind of small in comparison oh, okay. to tuna and swordfish. Oh, okay. But they're like they're they're full of energy and they're like you really gotta reel them in. Um, but I mean anyone that really loves deep sea fishing will tell you they love reeling in tuna or swordfish or any of that fun stuff. Cause it's like the fight. Yeah, it's the fight. Or it's even fun when you're like bringing the line back in and you're not you're you're bringing it in on a hydraulic reel and you're like checking all the hooks and then all of a sudden you got like a big marker on the line which is a fish over 100 pounds or you have a double marker or a triple marker and you're like everyone is just amped and like you know grab the gap hook and all that fun stuff so it's really it it's exciting to see everyone in their element considering i've been on the other side for so long yeah 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 i was gonna ask if you had like a crazy reel in story but even but i've only been once that's what i was gonna say i was like i don't know (laughs) i'm sure we could get a couple people on podcast to just talk fishing stories and they would love it but that's my plan for hooked up marketplace next Um, summer so so this is like another question what's the craziest thing they've caught your dad has caught on his boat i guess he caught an eight bodies Shut the fuck up! I I thought I told you this actually. No, no, I've never heard this. Shut up! No. Yes, Bill Gray has caught a dead body. Um, so what did he? What did he do? Um, this is actually a really funny story. So, um, my dad 
likes to have his hands in a lot of different projects and a lot of the fishing that he does is seasonal um one of the opportunities that he did was to um be the captain of a big boat on the delaware river a couple winters in a row for the sturgeon relocation project where basically they were blasting to make the delaware river outside of philadelphia deeper so they could get more cargo and container ships in there um he was literally catching sturgeon tagging them bringing them back upstream working with scientists and um, the one day that he gets my mom to come on board oh, uh, um, and two oh, friends um, to like come for a nice boat ride to the Philadelphia skyline, like see what's going on in the Delaware River. And he's running this boat and then somebody like they bring in the net and then somebody's like looking at the net and the guy's like, mm, OK, like, you know, very calm and collected comes up to my dad and he's like, hey, Bill, we have something in the net that's not a fish. And he's like, what do you have? And he's like, we have a body. (laughs) And my dad's like very calm and collected, like kind of looking back at my mom and his two friends that he has on board. They're trying to figure out, you know, what to do. Are they in Delaware waters? Are they in Philadelphia waters? Like, who do they call? Um, I think he called the Marine police. And then he had to go in the Coast Guard and he had to do a docking. And... um, yeah they uh my mom and the friends were actually like they've seen plenty of like crime scene episodes and dead bodies and stuff so So it's definitely interesting but it's so so sad mental health is such a big thing um essentially there's a lot of people that choose to especially males um in the philadelphia area that choose to take their lives and jump over bridges so they had known when they came to the body like they came they they knew who it was and they were able to identify him um and oh why not god yeah, they did know who um, it was that's probably one of the craziest things my dad has ever caught oh my to lighten this story though i will say though um when we were little kids my dad used to always say we he would take a trip to the offshore store um for us like i mean i was five so i probably had no concept of anything and he would bring us things that he would find floating in the ocean but we literally pictured that he went to this offshore store one it was a one day he brought us yeah a kayak a boogie board beach balls and he would just oh be like God. i brought this back from the offshore store meanwhile it's just like him picking up these random things that were floating from in the, the ocean, ocean. Yeah. oh my god bill bright you're the best literally that's so awesome oh, yeah. oh i w- oh my god that's i'm my mind is blown i can't i just so many things <laughs> <laughs> i know i feel like i just threw a lot out there <laughs> some light so some dead. not so light i'm so dead okay so so as a an adventurer and a deep sea fisherwoman um do you have like what's your best piece of advice for somebody who's like planning kind of just an epic adventure in general do you know what i'm saying i love like do you just go spontaneously and get yourself into it do you have all the plans in place where you have yeah, to be um i feel like that there is kind of a secret recipe for success when it comes down to planning a secret a secret an amazing epic adventure um i've gone on quite a few epic adventures recently yes um i can't even lie and i feel like it comes down to i mean i've taken inter- big international trips to iceland ireland italy spain grenada like you name it and then i've taken like a week two week long road trips across the west and then i've also just had like adventure days in denver well tell Um, them where you just came back from oh well i just came back from oregon where (laughs) i was elk hunting um i shot my second elk yes yeah um i will say not to brag on my siblings but i have two shots for two kills meaning that my batting average is still a thousand wait damn yeah 
Um, I think I'm the only person out of all four of us that has had a successful one-shot kill. Of course you are. <laughs> you boss. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's cool. But in terms of planning an epic adventure, like I feel like I do get a lot of questions about this where everyone's like, your trips look so amazing. Like, what's your secret? And like, one, like I feel like you need to make a list of like, and it can be a city list, a, a, a new country list. It could be a... Um, like what are some things that you want to do and places you want to see that you would be so epic that you would be like, like, that would be so cool if I got the chance to do that. Or like, I've never been to this place in Denver, this place in Colorado. Like, I really want to go explore it. So like find, make a list of places and find places that you can go that you will feel inspired, Mm. whether and like doing something that you love. Um, I will say I am not, I'm a planner to an extent, but I believe the best things come from spontaneity. Mm-hmm. Um, so like be open to anything. Like mm-hmm. have a set kind of area where you would like to go. Mm-hmm. Have an idea of how you're going to get there. Are you going to fly? Are you going to drive? Is this going to be a road trip? Is it a combination of you have to fly somewhere and then it's going to be a road trip? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like have a general idea of where you're staying outside from that. Like just what? kind of wake up every day and know some things that are in the area and like go do it yeah like go try something new um get there and be yes there yes get there and be there because the thing that i found too and i i hate having a set schedule um (laughs) i hate having a set schedule so i'm not somebody that's gonna thrive off of having a completely scheduled adventure that i love just being able to wander like i have one thing that i really want to do or see that day and then the rest is like oh my god let's go find amazing places to eat yeah, I love it. Sorry, I'm taking a picture of Shaw. He's totally asleep. Next I know. To you. He's so I know. I'm cute. talking about really exciting stuff over here, Shaw. No, I mean I love it. I think that's the best advice because some people plan out their vacations to like a tea, a tea, and then I feel like it's hard to enjoy it because you don't give yourself the opportunity yes. to enjoy it. Like so, you're like, I have to be here at twelve oh five because we have a reservation for sixteen. Throw people. that out the window. Throw it all out the window. So I would say a couple of key things as far as like an exact recipe. Like one, find big groups are really hard to travel with. Yes. Um, find like one or two or three people that you really enjoy being with and that are down to do anything at any time. Try anything. And find people, once you find a couple people in your life that have that same travel mindset as you, that's number one. Yeah. Because the second that you travel with somebody that like, uh, it can throw it off. It can throw off your mojo and it can definitely impact how you're spending your time in in a place that you truly want to see and enjoy. So like find your best travel partner, adventure person. Number one. Number two. Um make a list of one to two new experiences that you would thoroughly enjoy like i will not leave this area or place without seeing or doing this like mm. an absolute must do that you are amped excited for mm. um three food <laughs> food is huge for me um i my sister has said that my only talent <laughs> is finding the best places to eat in the most random places yeah you so will. like know how to pull up google maps and like go through what you want and like find something that has an amazing atmosphere and it's really good reviews for food mm. that's honestly like all i do is i just pull up google maps i read reviews and like what's the most well-rated thing in the area and what's quick and easy and like maybe on one trip i'll have one really nice meal but everything else is just like yeah. fast casual cafes stumble upon so food 
people one or two like must see experiences and then i feel like once you have those three things the rest kind of falls into place totally you just like give yourself you know an amazing um a light like loose schedule and then you just kind of like find things to do ask the locals ask that's actually probably number four don't let that out don't let that out like you can ask locals before you go if you know anyone in the area or people that have been in terms of what to see or what not to do but once you're there ask somebody that's like hey like what what's your favorite thing to do and try and find something that's not on like TripAdvisor's top 10 things to do because you're just going to go into a tourist trap like i'm not a big tourist trap person right no one, that's not I how i travel i don't think well i don't think anyone listening to this no. would be a tourist trap person. but sometimes you know if you don't but do the right research sometimes you get and you yeah. don't ask the right questions you can find yourself in a doing things that you're like oh, i didn't really think i needed to do that yeah damn that was such great advice. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I know a place, towels. What do I want to do? Horseback riding. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then like, once you have like a place and one thing you really want to do, the rest falls into place. Who yeah. do you want to go with? And then the rest of the trip is like, all right, what are one or two things that I would fucking love to do? Yeah, yeah. One, something that you've done before, something you've never done before. Yeah. How many times have you been to Europe? Um, Spain? Italy Ireland's not really in Europe but right yeah I don't know I was just gonna ask you like what your favorite place like like of all of your travels like Um, do you have a favorite Iceland I loved really loved Iceland why why because I love the outdoors and Iceland is so untouched it's vast it's got the most dramatic landscape what did you go there to do what what did you go there for um, I went there. I totally just invited myself on my dad's research trip that my dad Sick. invited my mom on. So they were going on a trip together. And I said, hey, I just graduated college. Can I come with you? Yeah. And I just invited myself on that trip. And we had an epic hiking. He was there doing research on the mackerel fisheries. And we did all of southwestern Iceland. We hiked. We went to hot streams. We Damn, like cool. did all the things. But I want to go back. Um, the other thing about Iceland is the people are amazing. Really? They're the nicest people on the planet and there's um they all speak English because there's only cool. what 400,000 people in the world that know how to speak Icelandic. Yeah. Reading Icelandic, I'm like I you're just like rolling up and reading signs and you're murdering words left and right. So Iceland was amazing, but I will say too like being the foodie that I am, Italy was unreal. I get the chills just thinking about it. Like I have a meal that I had at the top of an island in Ischia where literally it was right next to Capri that no one spoke a lick of English and I had rat, rabbit cacciatore and the best bruschetta I've ever had in my life and like that is the meal that I would want to have on the last day of my life yeah um oh my and god and Spain was amazing Spain was phenomenal too like yeah I feel like once you find ways to enjoy no you're good um <laughs> once you find ways to like enjoy like you find your secret sauce for you need an outdoor adventure you need food like there's nowhere i visited that i was like i would never do that again right 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 so true i love traveling same and i i have the travel bug i'm coming off of a three-week bender i'm a little tired but i'm like i have the travel bug and i'm like i know in the next year i'm gonna have a harder time traveling because i have business stuff that i need right. to do and that's fine but now i'm like ooh, what's that next big epic trip, trip. like is it Alaska? May I come? South America. Yes, I'm down. And I, for anyone out there, I love planning trips. So if you need help, reach out to me and I will help you like get the best trip of your life on the ground. Yeah. Every time you go somewhere, I'm like, I like my, I just drool at all the photos you take and then all the food you're eating. I'm like, oh my God. 
You just gotta get willing to get lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get lost and like literally and figuratively like don't have a set plan. Explore and be will open and willing to do anything at any time. Um, and, and you have to be uncomfortable when you travel. That's that's actually a huge one, dude. It's so because you gonna, are gonna get uncomfortable. You're gonna get uncomfortable if you're in another country and you there's no one that speaks to your language and you're really trying you're having a hard time trying to navigate or like our family likes type two fun there's not a lot of type there's you're either for type two fun oh my god you're not. i just learned what type two fun was last night and for those of you who don't know sometimes it means going through some shit to get somewhere cool and i I correct me if I'm wrong it's like then it's fun or it's like you do all this stuff and it's all total shit like it's I always think of like hiking and then you get done and you're like okay that was sick yeah is that type two that's how I would describe it because I honestly didn't know that that had a name also until recently either and now I'm like oh my god literally I have a couple of friends that are like type two fun is bullshit and I'm like oh my god I actually really enjoy type two fun because it's fun you have your fun fluffy go have drinks and dinner with friends and laugh and have a good time and get drunk and then you have your like I have this truly amazing experience that I have to work for and because you have to work for it it's that much more rewarding when you conquer something whether you hike a 14er or you do a big backpacking trip or you're traveling your you're backpacking around Europe with by yourself and you don't know anybody like right. things that you're like I'm honey I'm walking around looking stalking elk in Oregon like yeah some people wouldn't find that fun right <laughs> but honestly that's the type of fun that facilitates growth yes absolutely because you're out of your comfort zone and all we we all know the minute you're out of your comfort zone is the minute you are growing yes we're all always growing but like that is when true growth comes from your comfort zone and i guess there there's probably going to be some people that are in listening to this podcast that might be sitting there like knowing that they've had some things that they've been wanting to do and there's a little bit of fear in them and like that's okay but i will say though like let that fear be your motivation to conquer something truly amazing because once you push yourself to your limits and you do something that you never thought that you could do you would do it's so cool to look back and be like i did that yes i did that like did i ever think i was gonna go to oregon and go elk hunting and i would enjoy it no right but like now i'm gonna enjoy the best culinary meals over the next year literally yeah you you got to push yourself out of your comfort zone Get uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And live madly as fuck. Yes. Um, okay. We, this has been fantastic. <laughs> We've been talking for an hour already. I don't, I don't, I, really? I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know where the time went. I will say I probably, I needed this, this ener- today's energy. It's fabulous. Um, I have just like a few more questions for you. But one is, it's totally changing subject. But like you you've just grown exponentially over this last year and i want to know where you kind of see yourself in the next five years if you can think that far out or like you know goals dreams desires yeah, like yeah. what where do you see test bright in five years um i will say when you think of it more on like the goal and desire aspect it's a lot easier to talk to than you're like so true. when you're like i don't know what i'm gonna do tomorrow let alone next year in right. five years but when you're like oh this is what i aspire to do it's a lot easier to talk about um in five years i definitely see myself owning multiple successful businesses that oh, are yes. financially in a good place that i can hopefully at one point like 
put some money in the bank. Yeah. Um, one of them being a huge content empire. We did yeah. a lot of talking about Hooked Up Marketplace, and I think that there's a lot of um, potential to tell the story of boat to table sea- seafood. Yes. And like really like honing in on. Do, how do we cook it at home and what are our favorite things to make and like playing chopped in the kitchen and showing the behind the scenes of like this is how you break down an entire tuna like there's so many things that I think people would love to see and some people don't know where to get that type of content so I want to bring that to life and I think that my family has an amazing story to tell that makes us unique yeah so that's one perfect. get that in a really good spot perfect two I want to Colorado business um it's in the works so having something seasonal here um in the winter time at the base of a ski resort in the mountains preferably Roaring Fork Valley because I I love snowmass so so much and I know that at one point in my life um I might not have the money or the funds to do it in the next five years but I want to own property there so that's a 10-year goal because I have a 10-year goal yeah perfect um and when I'm splitting my time in between my New Jersey businesses and my Colorado businesses, I want one month a year to fully travel <gasps> or at least take an extended two to three week trip where I I have, uh, I miss like the big, big international trips yeah. where I can like kind of go somewhere and like settle in, truly spend some time. I like expedited trips a lot of the times over two weeks, like I'm flying around Italy. I did all of Ireland in a week, but like, I think it'd be really cool to go you know, spend two weeks and get an Airbnb somewhere and like fully immerse myself in the culture and the experience and kind of get lost and start doing that, you know, once a year. Or so in 40 to 50 years, I'll have 50 amazing places that I've spent two to three Damn. weeks in. Wow. Yeah. I love that goal. Like so much. I, I, uh, I have a dream like that as well. I want to, I want to be able to travel and like have these conversations just like, but be forced to be out in Europe for three weeks, yes. just like interviewing people, but like whatever. Have I you been to Europe? But also, no, I've never been to Europe. You should go. I know. Europe is amazing. I, um. I'm going to plan a trip soon. I was supposed to go in high school, but I got caught with the car situation stealing the car <laughs> before i had my driver's license i forgot about that yeah and i was like all set to go to paris and then my mom like <laughs> found out i was sneaking out taking her car and she's like paris is fucking not happening literally whatsoever and i was like but we paid she goes i don't give a shit i don't know what you're gonna do in paris <laughs> If you're doing this here. Um, Okay. Well, my next trip is. So, so yeah. I've never been. um, But, yeah. I was going to say, my next trip, I want to do Northern Italy, Austria, and Switzerland. So, I'll let (gasps) you know. I, Switzerland looks like a dream. I know. A dream. A dream. So, yeah. I'm so down. Um. Did that answer the five-year question? Yeah, it did. I was going to ask 10 and 20 years, but we're going to save that for part two. Love it. Love it. Part two. Um, My last question. Well, one of my last, I, you know, whatever. Um, What is, what is one thing that you are focusing on this year and want to become? kind of a hard one i didn't send you this one because i wanted it to be a surprise um uh, that is a very hard one and i will say for me my focus this year my mantra is knowledge is power so i am trying to be more well read i have good self-awareness right now but i think that there's an opportunity to learn so many things and it can be like related to like what i'm building from a business perspective but i'm also like 
I, maybe I want to get my level one SOM. I want to, um, I would love to get my, like, uh, take a survival course and do first aid so I know Mm. how to like handle any situation but I also just like want to be more I want to read more books and I want to read more articles like and read interesting pieces of newses that are news that is informing me on less about what's going on in the world and more about like really cool cultural pieces around Mm. food and travel and studies and things that are going on that I think it's so cool to know know something that maybe something else might someone else might not know so that is my mantra and that is kind of what I'm focusing on and it's kind of hard because I have a packed crazy busy unconventional schedule so trying to find you know 30 to 30 minutes to an hour to like read a book read an article read a documentary read a documentary watch a documentary study up on something like just learn 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 Learn. I want to constantly learn something new every day and every week and every month and every year because you don't know what you don't know yes exactly and I think having that student mentality is like a huge huge aspect of a successful human running businesses the day you stop learning is like the day you die Literally, we have to be a we're a student to life like you have to be willing to learn every day and it can be learning from someone learning from yourself learning from a situation but like that's like heavier stuff where you're like i'm gonna learn to be better at excel because it's gonna help me at business or vice versa or i'm gonna learn to be a better communicator so i can have a better relationship but then there's also just like what are some fun things you want to learn that'd be like right. it'd be fun so ass facts. cool yeah it'd be so cool if i knew that like if i took my level one psalm and i'm like okay now i know how to pair seafood better at home with wine and i can work with a winery and that's going to give me really cool knowledge and a business perspective right. um so yeah but like what's something fun that you're like i've always wanted to do this or learn this like take a cooking class learn how to make somebody the other night at the pasta making class was like literally just had this epiphany moment and she looked down when she rolled her pasta through and she's like oh my god i just made fettuccine and she had the biggest smile on her face and one of the chefs was like this is why we do this so it's like what are those things that you're like it would be cool as shit if i learned this or if i knew this like that that's that's so fun to me like it is so move fun. netflix aside move your distractions move the times that you like the always social go media out scrolling and ha- yeah. stop scrolling instead of like going to happy hour one night you and a friend go take a class and go do something you've never done before wow great advice great advice literally perfect <laughs> i'm so excited i um love that i just i relate uh so Obviously, we know. Well, in my mind, you've been living madly for years. <laughs> you are living madly before living madly was a thing. Living madly before living madly was a thing. Um, yeah, you know, it's all about being the creative director of your own life, creating the life you want to live. All this, you know, just putting yourself out there and and hoping for the best. It, not, it's always, it's not always going to go your no, way. No, it's never going to go your way. You're going to get some beef from people, but. It's not like you just can't let it hinder your growth process. Do you have, so you've been living that, so we know you've been living madly. Um, One piece of advice for someone who doesn't even know where to begin with the living mad, like, you know, like how, like they're just stuck in this situation of life that they're like, I don't even know how to even start to do that. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I would say the number one thing is to just like get a journal, get a piece of paper, get journals. Number one thing. Like I think once you start journaling every day, like you, it goes back to the mental toughness that I was talking about and getting all of your thoughts and feelings down on paper is one thing. But I think a really fun exercise too is just like trying to find ways to embrace life by doing things that you love and you are thoroughly interested in. Go get a giant poster board and just start jotting everything Mm. down. Write a list of your hundred favorite things, like things you want to learn, things you want to do, like you can get really specific with your goals over time, but like high level, like where do you want to travel? What do you love to do? What are you interested in? And start embracing all of the things that literally set your soul on fire. Yes. And it doesn't have to be all at once. You don't have to decide that you want to pursue a career in cooking and go to culinary school and like do all the things, but just like focus on those little things that all add up. And I will say another piece of that is sometimes it's hard to gain confidence. Mm. Um, so here's, I feel like a little hack I'm going to throw in here. Yes, we that love That if you hacks. get a positive message from somebody or something or a little piece of advice or a text that made you feel really good from a friend, mm. screenshot it. Um, screenshot it and like a compliment. Like it can be anything. I started doing this with a lot of... Um, feedback and just overwhelming like an amounts of like out, outreach and responses that I've gotten in regards to the last podcast I was on and mm. things that I'm doing in my life now and like like people reaching out about how I inspired them I screenshot it and I put it in a fold a folder in my phone and it's called hype girl shit so when I have oh a bad God. day and I need to show myself a little love that there is a reminder of this is why I'm doing what I'm doing and here's some positive things that I can look back on. And here's a time when somebody made me really happy. And here's some really kind words that somebody sent me that mean a lot in the moment that you can continue to reuse again and again over time because you're going to have bad days and you're going to have times where you're going to need to work through some shit. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of revisit some happy things in your life that'll kind of bring you that little like joy that you need to yeah. kind of get back on your feet. Yeah, it'll make you smile. Yes, exactly. And it'll just like make you remember why you're doing this in the first place. 100%. Damn, I love that hack. I I love that hack. I saw it. I w- I'm trying to think if I heard it on a podcast or I saw somebody else say it. And it was one of those things for six months. Like, I think it was in like the corporate setting where it's like if you get a Slack or a nice email and like corporate setting can be a little rough sometimes and it can be really hard depending upon what you're doing that you kind of have a little folder to yourself of like here's all of those moments when I crushed a project or Mm. I did this really well or I got it kudos from somebody really high up in the company and I kept saying I was going to do that and then I never did and then I left (laughs) and then I was like I can do this with what I'm doing in life now and yeah I love it I love it that's so good and when you were saying like get a poster board and write down all the things that you like love that bring you joy I kept thinking about making a vision board because that is a that is something that truly gets your mind in the right area well like you just go through a magazine and if you like a sofa if you see a sofa and you're like you know what I want to own that sofa one day throw it on the vision board you know what I mean create an aesthetic for yourself do all that that'll get you in that zone of like okay this is what I like now I need to start making decisions and saying yes to things that align with getting me to that place yes and the biggest piece of advice I think I've ever gotten was like I think it was from Taylor probably he's full of it he's amazing it was just like you know you you write down your list of things that you want to do and the places 
what who you want to become and then you start getting hyper focused where if you if you feel like in your life you're lacking focus and you're not sure where Mm -hmm. to start um you ask yourself every time you go to do something does this meet a goal or something that i'm trying to accomplish Mm. so if you are like i was gonna say if you're trying to stay more hydrated or if you're trying to find better boundaries with relationships or find more time to work on projects that you like if you pick up your phone and you're realizing after 10 minutes you're scrolling on instagram is this helping me right now no i should be going to do this or like i if you have a project that's due and or something that you're working on for freelance and you go say yes to three happy hours and you realize your week is scheduled out like is that something you should have done either so like just realizing that like little things that you're doing every day if you're trying to save more money does this cup of coffee that i get out every day like is this helping what the goal that i have to save more money this month no so just bringing a little more self-awareness too kind of helps you get a little bit more better focused and aligned with yourself but it's hard awareness is key awareness is sexy yes awareness is sexy (laughs) i love that i know it's the truth it's the truth it's the truth well this has been absolutely fantastic this is the energy i needed this week i know this honestly jumpstarted my morning um where can the people find you find your brands where should they go to find Tess Bright um on all things Instagram lately so you can find me at Tess Bright and then for all fun things fishing related um at hooked up seafood and at hooked up marketplace we will be firing those um accounts back back up in the spring so uh stay stay tuned for all the fun things coming coming i'm going to do my brainstorming vision planning session for those businesses right after this so fuck yes big things are coming Um, and it's at t-e-s-s-b-r-i-g-h-t yes like literally she is a bright She's a bright ray of sunshine and her content's fantastic. So if you need to get inspired, go follow Tess because she's the best. And reach out, ask yes, her questions because yes. she's a wealth of knowledge and has just, you just have the best advice. If you're in Denver, you want to grab a drink, a coffee sometime, like feel free. Like I love yeah. meeting new people. So please, 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 yeah. please reach out, DM me, do yes. whatever you got to do. Yes. Do all the things. Do all do all the things. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll go to Switzerland with her. <laughs> Just, I, should we do like a living madly field trip? I'm down. I'm so down. It's in the I'm I wrote that down madly, as one like, of my things. A retreat week? I don't want to call it a retreat because I think that word is like so okay, overused. That's fair. That's but fair. I love the living madly field trip. I yes. think that's like that. That could be a thing. I love that. We, we should start doing monthly field trips. I am down. I so talk of fields. Um my friends and I, we want to start doing a field day in the summer. Oh, you're going to be here. Well, maybe we'll do it in like the spring. Um, a seasonal like, field, field day. But play like all the field day yes, games. Yes, like I'm Red Rover. Like we'll do. We'll make some up. new ones. Yeah, all the things. Um, yeah, it's so funny. Um, I'm here for that. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hope you learned so much. I actually know you learned so much. And we will see each other, talk to each other next week. And until then, have the best day ever. And goodbye.